0: Saturday morning, Mowers Club with Scope and Missile this morning, brought to you by Toro Mowers, powered by 100 years of innovation. Uh, let's jump into last night's first game, Bulldogs 12, Warriors 24. Uh, it was never really close, Scope. Um, the Bulldogs just didn't get going in that one.
1: Yeah. The Warriors got a few 50-50 calls, though. This week.
0: <laughs> didn't they Did ever? you notice that? I yeah, think that they was, did. That was they the did. most
1: noticeable thing. Yeah. Uh, if you're a Warriors fan, I guess you would have been a little bit happier this week. Or if you're a Warriors major sponsor CEO? <laughs> well, the CEO of the major sponsor yeah, you would have yeah. been happy with last night, but yeah. Yeah. Um, take that aside. I thought Warriors were the better team for sure as well, mate. Um, the, the beauty of the, what the Warriors performance probably this year, more so than the last couple of years. And in particular on this game is their big name players are stepping up. Shawnee I, Johnson, yeah. Adam for Blake, tohu Harris have been unreal
0: guns, guns. I just had a question on, um, the post contact meters at yep. the moment. So, Bulldogs last week were getting absolutely rolled by the Raiders up in the me- middle with post-contact meters. Corey Horsburgh dragged them for like 30 meters at one point. And it happened again last night for Noah Blake, Tohu Harris, Murata Kore just dragging players with them for 10, 15 meters at a time. Is that because players are now starting to be concerned about dropping their body weight into that tackle and Potentially getting a hip drop because I haven't seen post contact meters like it.
1: Mm, yeah, the the old hip drop tackle. Yeah, that's a factor. On I didn't think about that until you 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 said it now, missile. I'm if the hip drop tackle for me has been really frustrating. Yeah, uh, and we'll we get saw to I'm sure yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. yeah, I'm sure we'll to get that. to Patty soon. Yeah, uh, that's a good point, mate. Because I, you you never want to let go of a tackle. Yeah, but if you're a player and you're that third man in, or you're in and around the hips you don't want to get yourself in a in a compromising position yeah. because anything close to in and around the legs at the moment is, if not, you know, find yourself on report or, or giving away a penalty, worst case scenario, you're finding yourself in the bin. So yeah, if you're, if you're, a, if you're a, a ball runner these days and I never had the best leg drive, so it wouldn't have suited me anyway, missile, but <laughs> if, if you know, you're the, if you're the, uh. The Corey Horsburghs of the world, or yeah. Adam Fanor Blake's. So no, Blake
0: was just. You just keep pumping because yeah.
1: no one can tackle. No one can take your legs anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was watching last night. I was watching. It's going third man in, is going high as well. Like what's nobody's chopping the legs? Mm. They're just terrified of it. Uh, the Bulldogs were really poor. One of their poorer performances of the season. Uh, let's listen to what uh, Reid Marnie had to say about his side's performance. The whole thing was frustrating. Um... Yeah, it's unacceptable. I haven't got much to say. What do you put it down to? Because obviously you, you identified it, but it didn't change from last week. Yeah, I'm not sure. we just got to have a hard look at ourselves and as individuals as well. And, um, we're just waiting on someone else to do their job and stop worrying about So, yeah. Yeah, he's a bit baffled there, Reid. Um, it's probably a sign of where the Bulldogs are at, right? Where... Um, at, at any other club, Reid Marnie is probably a bit young to be a captain mm. of a club. I think he, so he's 25 years of age. I mean, he's been in the NRL now, what, four years, five yeah, years? Uh,
1: four or five, yeah.
0: Um, but very young um, as a captain of a, a, a big Sydney club, um, struggling for answers at the moment. Serraldo uh, came out and challenged them after last week against the Raiders and said we need to start fast and have more intent. And the Bulldogs go down to an eighteen nil um, deficit in the first half.
1: Yeah, it's the I think just with the way it's a good point bringing up about the captaincy, right? Because you've got Matty Burton's a a rep player. He's played for Australia and he's and he's played for New South Wales. But if you, you you know you don't even have to know the inner sanctums at the Bulldogs to see that he doesn't look like a big talker. No, you don't, you not know, at he all. He's not really. Yeah. Ever communicating too much with media, no. and look, sometimes those are the best captains too. Miss, so like I've played with guys that, you know, not big talkers. They lead by actions, um, and then you've got Reed Marnie, who I think he is a, like a really good future captain. Yeah, he's just come over from the Eels. Uh, he's still he's probably his feet, probably a bit, yeah, probably yeah. a bit young in the sense. If he was at the Eels and was made captain after you know four or five solid years with a young group, it, I, for me, I think it would be fine, but. Um, you know, coming over to the Bulldogs New club, he'll find his feet with it. Like you know, not every club makes the correct decision and it and it mm. hits straight away. yeah, right? yeah sometimes yeah. it takes some time. and yeah, and he'll be better for the run, but definitely by the back end of the season, him and Matty Burton. But when you look at the just the makeup of their team at the moment, they've got a couple of big names that are still out, you know, they're obviously really hoping for Fox to be in part of this game. Yeah, he's a late withdrawal. He's, He's probably the closest thing to a captain for him. I like, think so. Emotionally. I think so, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, even with chat, but at the end of the day, you can't have your wingers being captain. Yeah. Because they're just so far away from the consistent actions. Yeah. Uh, the action the action in the middle.
0: Yeah. They have really struggled since he's been out. The, yeah. The one concerning thing as a Bulldogs fan um, is we've we've had a lot of injuries, right? But if you look at the lineup last night and the injured list, there's only three changes to that lineup that would be made. It's Kikau would come in for Waddell. Thompson would come in for, I think it was Harris and Edwards starting at front row. Or Thompson comes into the side and Adokar comes onto the wing. Yep. Three really good inclusions, but are uh, they big enough inclusions at wing, second row and front row to turn around the Bulldogs' fortunes as a, as a whole? They're not spine positions. Um, obviously, Adokar brings points. Kikau brings, um, you know, tackle breaks offloads and and thompson brings a bit of steel but it's we've been saying all year as bulldogs fans we've got heaps of injuries and that's why we're doing so poorly everyone's slowly trickling back in we're now down to three three injuries and when at times it was we've got eight of our top 17 out now we've got three yeah it's not not so it's much not, of an excuse. it's not as much of an excuse now i reckon
1: mm. kicks is almost like one and a half
0: yeah like the yeah With a guy,
1: just presence. You know, we're talking about big Willie Mason before. When you line up to a guy next to a guy uh, defensively, like Kigal, he almost halves the field because. Not a lot of people are going to, you know, when he's fully fit, because he hasn't even been fully fit at the Bulldogs yet. Come off the back of a World Cup campaign, um, missed a bit of preseason, But if he's fully fit and firing, it almost halves the field defensively for you. So you can maybe send that extra number to the right because no one wants to run in and around kicks. And then, (laughs) therefore, (laughs) you get a fresher Matty Burton playing in attack. So he's almost like one and a half. But again, no excuses because there are injuries across the board at pretty much every NRL team at this part of the year. And even if they're not out... They're playing busted. They're playing niggled, yeah, and, and and that's and that's another factor, right? Because you look at Jacob Kraz, the way he started the year, yeah, to how he is now,
0: he's stinging. He yeah. he's
1: he's clearly struggling. Yeah, uh, he he gets a ball in the open, and um, you know, we we have been hampering on about you know Tommy Travovitch of of the last couple of weeks. Kraz can't go as well at the moment, yeah, but he's playing busted. I think you know Braden Burns. He, you know, he was obviously playing busted the last couple of yep. weeks. Jake Averillo in the Parramatta yeah, he game, was playing busted. he's playing yeah. busted. So, yeah. it's it's mate, I, Look, there's always you, you can find the silver lining in all this, Miss and It's yep. tough for the Bulldogs fans. You've been in a rough, <laughs> rough couple of years, rough decade. <laughs> but Cameron Serrato this year will find out who is a bulldog yeah. moving forward, and yeah. and who wants you know what it means to the club. So, yeah, it's tough right now, but there is some, um, there is a silver lining in all, all these sorts of performances.
0: Uh Bulldogs fans, 0457-736-736. Um, give us a summation of where you think the Bulldogs are at. Who would you keep? Who would you let go uh, moving into next season? Warriors fans, message us in. Gloat, how good are you guys? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. The wires are back. All right, let's take a break. You're a scope and missile in the Mowers Club.